Boomerang, and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago on 88.7 WLUW. This is Yanelli here on Radio 1 Chicago. We're here with Doomerang. How are all of you? Hey, Yanelli. Oh, hi. Our new friend, Yanelli. Great. great. That's yes, right. New friends. <laughs> Yay. Um, tell us your name and what you do in the band. 
I'm Kirby, and I play the drums. <laughs> I'm Daniel, and I sing lead and play guitar. I'm Katie, and I sing backups and play synthesizer. I'm Kat, and I play bass guitar. All right. Since this is your first time here, give your listeners a little bit of history about your band. Mm-hmm. You guys seem to have a pretty random way of how you found each other. This is very true. Um, Katie and I have always collaborated, or not always, last couple years we've been collaborating. Um, And earlier in the year, I started a recording project and started writing a bunch of songs and uh, didn't really have anything to do with them. So decided I should probably get a band together. Katie was my obvious choice for keyboards because we play together. Huda. She's an amazing (laughs) vocalist too. Um, And then why don't you tell us how we met up Kirby? Um, I was trolling around on Craigslist (laughs) like a creep. Um, I was just looking for uh, bands that were in search of a drummer. Um, I've played on and off for the last year or so with my friends, but I missed being on a stage and uh, playing in a full band. So I went looking for these guys and uh, answered their call. It worked out pretty Good well. Call, yeah. <laughs> and then I... That's the uh, weird story. Yeah, it's so <laughs> strange. I was actually in an Uber pool, and I met one of Daniel's friends. Shout out to Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Hello. Andrew. And um, we were just chatting. It was like late at night. We were talking about what we do, and I mentioned that I do music. And he was like, oh, well, what do you play? It's like bass guitar. It's like, oh, I might have a friend that, you know, might need a bass player. And I was like, Okay. Months later, never like, heard of it. It was like eight months. Yeah, it was like eight months <laughs> later. eight months. All of a sudden, I get a text. And I, I was just like actually thinking about joining a band. And I received a text from Daniel. And he was like, hey, I know I haven't spoken to you before. You have no idea who I am or who, whose number this is. But do you want to be in a band? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we all met up for the first time. Uh, and... None of us turned out to be too weird. <laughs> or just the right yeah, weird. Yeah, this is the right amount of Debatable. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of weird. Um, Dan, you're a producer and you work on a lot of different styles of music. What drew you to the particular style of music for Dumeray? Um, I like, you know, electric guitars and stuff like that, but I hadn't really written a lot of music with that uh, instrument as kind of the vocal piece of the writing and um, a friend of mine was working on Sam Sanchez was working on a documentary and he needed kind of a rock song like early black keys or something like that so that kind of sparked the whole thing um, writing primarily with an electric guitar um, and just kind of going from there okay how are all of you able to mix your different styles into doom ring was there any give and take No, I think one of the best things about this band is that every time one of us kind of throws in an idea or starts playing in a certain direction, the others have all liked it and gone with it. And it's always uh, it's always sounded right and felt right. And even when we just do uh, like free jams at practice, we're not playing a particular song. One of us just kind of starts and the rest go. It's we're almost always on the same page. So I think that's uh, one of the ways that we're, we've been really lucky. Yeah, as a band, our collaboration and communication is is really well formed together. I feel like we're able to really communicate together and have a lot of fun and really go into the studio and mess with anything and anything and make something <laughs> from it, which is a really great opportunity. 
we were even saying, um, we were just saying, this is Katie, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Who is this? Um, <laughs> new, we were, new phone. Who's this? Who is it? Somebody's on my phone. <laughs> Anyways, um, we were talking on the car ride over and um, saying just how, you know, Kirby's a part of the friend group and Kat's a part of the friend group. Those the beginning awkwardness of when you first start a band and then it's just like happened right away. The <laughs> connection of friendship. You like it's us? Fun. They You're like, right. Oh, I know I'm just going to oh, be wow. honest with you. They you guys like are us. okay. Oh my God. So we, we got, can like hang out on the radio. You got real lucky that everyone is good people. So yeah. it helps. All right. Um, what were some of the challenges when writing for the first time? Um, for this project or just in general? Just in general. In general? Um, being comfortable talking about something personal because I think the way at least I write and I know the way Katie writes, it's very personal and kind of putting your emotions out there for other people to know about um, is a difficult hurdle to get over in the beginning. And then it gets easier. Yeah. Katie? Oh. I am a total emo girl of the 90s. I'm an emotional person, so writing was an obvious for me to just write down what I was feeling, what I was thinking, and the melodies that just came in my brain. I think there's like no right or wrong way to write music, and I've been doing it for about 12 or 13 years. So, um, yeah, in the beginning, it, it was scary. I thought there had to be a a certain way you have to do it, but I just went with it. So, yeah. Right. How about you, Cat? Another right. writer. Cat the composer. Film yeah, score I, writer. I actually uh, write music for films, <laughs> but I'm starting to want to write for the band. Or not wanting to, but I'm going to start writing <laughs> for the band. Um, and process is similar to theirs I mean you know opening up really trying to get that emotion that you're feeling within yourself and relating that to the audience and and trying you know to get everyone to understand and kind of connect through your music um, is a really (laughs) is a really great thing that you're able to do but it can be very tough sometimes very very tough Mm -hmm. because everyone's opinion is so different Mm -hmm. do you have to say anything Kirby? No, I just, I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Um, what at- <laughs> she keeps beat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what aspects of songwriting have become easier as your band has progressed? Um, and tell us, what are some difficulties that you still have? Well, I think one of the best things about the band and one of the easier things is what I talked about before, you know, the the being able to collaborate. We're able to go into the studio and just start playing, like whether it's a new song or it's just a jam that we're doing and working on or just having fun with, we're able to like interact in a really, really intimate way that produces some really great quality music. Yeah, it's really intimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Are you guys done? Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. We're about to get into another one of your songs, but before we do, how can we get a hold of you? 
You can find us everywhere at This Is Doomerang. Um, this is Doomerang.com. Um, that's our handle for Instagram and Twitter, um, Facebook.com slash This Is Doomerang. Um, that's kind of across everything. So check it out. We've got some stuff on SoundCloud, too. um, And we're going to release this next song that's about to be played tomorrow. Uh, It's called Anticipation. Mm. Okay. Doomerang, and you just heard Anticipation. Yeah, you did. Well, yeah, you yes, did. we did. Okay. <clears throat> Dan. Yes. Wait, hold up. Is it, oh, no, it's not. It's Dapper not Dan. questions. All righty. Dan, <laughs> as a producer, how hard is it? 
how hard <laughs> is it not having control over all the aspects of the song? Um, it depends on the project. Um, because on, for the beginning part of this one at least, I did have complete control over everything. So, it was nice. But it's even better to bring other people in and get their take on things and kind of uh, bounce ideas off of them and stuff like that. Um, but working with other people, that's, that's not the, the goal is to get the vision inside their ha head out. So that's all I'm concerned with. I'm not concerned with having control over anything. Um, just concerned with their happiness, basically. Oh. 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 <laughs> He's a sweetheart. He has to say that because his mom is listening. <laughs> Hi, Dan's mom. Oh happy birthday. It's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, happy birthday to my mom. All righty. We got a chance to listen to your track cover-up before you guys came in. There's a bit of repetition in that song, kind of like the way rap or hip-hop music is. Uh, was that intentional, or was there something else behind that? Are you hiding secrets from us? Always, mm. always. Oh my gosh. Okay. Continue. That's what keeps explain, me so mysterious. Explain it, please. That's why his hair's uh -oh. so big. <laughs> no, I think that's just the way the song came out. Um, I mean, it's basically the same thing over and over for 80% of the song, but um, I don't know. That's just the way it came out. It's catchy. Yeah. yeah. Switch it, it up for like 20 seconds me, with that yeah. bridge and then back at right it. Right back at it. Yeah. Back at back it. Back at mm -hmm. it. With a quickness. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, outside of music, <laughs> outside of music, what do you each use to help influence the way you approach the artistry of Dumeray? <laughs> Katie, oh would you like God, to explain? <laughs> Can you repeat that question? Okay. Outside of music, what I do you? Say it right. <laughs> outside of music, what do you each of you? I lost. My, what am I saying? Okay, out well, of music. What do, so you, <laughs> what do you each use to help influence the way you approach the artistry of Dumeric? Okay, um, I teach at the School of Rock, Chicago. I'm um, a uh, vocal coach and keyboard and instructor, and I've been there for almost four years. And my kids inspire me. I teach them, but they probably teach... Nah, I teach them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They're really super lucky, if you're listening. Just saying. Um, um, but they teach me a lot, too. And help me to... Uh, I'm a bit of a music snob, too. And they help me to stay current and go outside of the box of what I wouldn't usually go-to and for Doomerang that's been fun because this is actually my first rock band. And playing the synth? And playing the synthesizer because I'm a classically trained piano player so <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? Yeah. Anybody? No? No. I answered that. Um, <laughs> outside of music? I don't know. Listening music is still music. Um, I don't know. Like. Just yeah. Life inspires you, or Tap it doesn't. Dancing, or? No, <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> Finally, learn Hindi. I can do that. Finally, <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> you guys done? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So. Thank you so much for stopping by Radio in Chicago. Oh, you mean like are we done? Done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can go longer. We can do That's that. I mean, if problem. you guys want to go deeper into any of your questions yeah. or answers. Um, I just kind of want to know. How Cat's date was. 
Yeah, Kat, how was your day? How <laughs> my day was? <laughs> yeah. I think we just got the sign. My day was up. wonderful. Oh. Okay. Wrap, how was your day, Daniel? It was good, too. <laughs> Hung out with Katie. Went to Office Depot. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That sounds like a great day. All right. All right we're talking about Office Depot. It's time to cut that Thank you so much for stopping by Radio 1 Chicago. Before we get into your final song, remind us how of how people can find your music and any of your upcoming shows. You can find everything on uh, thisisdoomerang.com or um, any of the social media at This Is Doomerang. Um, releasing some new music tomorrow. Um, and we'll keep everybody posted through social media and whatnot about shows. Yeah. On the internet.
We are, we are Walrus Attack. We're from Chicago. I'm 14. He's 15. He's 11. And we play metal. This one's called Squeal. This is Rashid Hadid. Live in the shot, you already know. What down, what down, what's the business? It's your man, Nick Luda. Yo, this is Master Ace, that's right. This is J-U-I, I'm drunk. What up, this is Love. This is Immortal Technique. What down, Jack, it's YP. Don't get it twisted, stupid. <laughs> right now, it's all about the hip-hop project. You already know what it is. Go space, chilling your area, won't Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Pete Rocky checking out hip-hop. Project in Chicago. Real hip hop on the hip hop project. Uh huh. What's up, people? This is Alchemist ALC. And check it out. This is the hip hop project, man. 88.7 in Chi Town. Hip hop project. Get it in you. Listen to this shit, son. Yo, you checking out the hip hop project? This is DJ Premier representing Chi Town in the motherfucking house. Stiff, Miss Marv, deep. You know how we do it, son. The hip hop project is what it's all about. This your boy, Sean Price. Who can't click? What it do? How it do? Whenever you do it, don't do it near me. Hey. Stop playing with me. FM, not AM. Independent hip hop since 1995, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Never a good idea to get it twisted. It's a silly thing to do. You know what I mean? It's stupid. You are listening to 88.7 WLUW, which is not stupid. It's not. Chicago Sound Alliance broadcasting to you live from. We're at a university, so it's Loyola University. Hello. A thing. <laughs> My name. Is, oh, mm-hmm. hold on. It's 8 p.m. Exactly. Once again. Hello. This is the hip hop project. Tell them the truth. My name is Sen. That's the truth. To my right, the man. Slot A. Konnichiwa, Hello. world. Hello. Konnichiwa. We like to introduce ourselves as a dynamic duo. Ooh, I like of, that. Oh. Of. You should listen to some classical today. <laughs> We're starting a new, uh, a new, new campaign. New campaign, a new way of life. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are very angry in, in life these days. Whereas I the feel kids say aggro. Very aggro. I feel that there's a lot of people in life that need more classical music. In their life. In their life. Yeah. Because I, for one, have taken on the role of listening to nothing but classical music when I drive around now. Explain why before we go into that. Okay, so back in the day, day, maybe 10 plus years prior, I had some pretty strong road rage. Mm. I'd get mad, I'd hang out the window, might follow you, might stupid. Might sound a little something like this. Come on! What are you doing here? Why are you driving so slow? Pretty much. 
with with really loud music behind that. So I'm yeah. yelling even loud, louder. Loud, loud hip hop. You super loud. Yeah. Can't listen to hip hop and drive, man. Speakers like, just rumbling unnecessarily. It's unnecessary, dude. And then I kind of slowed down a little bit. You know what I mean? So like the past five years have been good, but right. I still have my moments. I still True. have those moments because all I do is like pay attention to the stupidity mm. i can't get my mind off of the stupidity that i see on the road but enter in classical music right. no npr right yo i'm good like i feel like i'm almost driving with the seat all the way back mm. and just kind of cruising while i'm just in the normal street scenario so mm. shout out to getting some classical life or classical music in your life today you That's know what I'm saying? Awesome, and we're going to be kicking off a new segment here on the Hip Hop Project where uh, you may need some classical music in your life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be coming across some scenarios, maybe some things we hear in the news. So. Similar to a donkey. Of the day. But not a donkey. Shout out to, to um, Fleshy Hind Parts. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Konnichiwa. It's, hello. <laughs> um. Well, Speaking of someone who may potentially need classical music, and also a story about someone receiving sweet chin music, there's been an g- ongoing beef between Meek Mill and Game. Started out with Meek. So it, it's, it's really weird. It's kind of layered. So I'll try to get through this as quick as possible. Because we have a Paul May General in yeah. here. I'd like to introduce, welcome back, the, the triumphant return. Fact. Let's 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 holler at Weekend Gabe first, sir. Right. How are you doing? I'm good. It feels good to be back. You know what um, I'm saying? Back in my back where I belong. Woo! He said, "My seat is mine." <laughs> that that LL Cool J song. But then. Where I belong. <laughs> Woo! Jesus Christ! <laughs> but then a, a man it's that needs loud, no yeah. introduction, True. because he introduces himself. Fact. We bless kill, him. Bless him. Kill that music. <laughs> Hey, girl, go ahead and eat that fried chicken. You look good covered in chicken grease. And you don't look bloated at all. At all. At all. That salt didn't get to you, boo. The salt didn't get to you at all. Hey, girl, you definitely drank your water with that chicken. You know what I mean? She definitely had the water instead of the lemonade. You're not carrying around that water weight, You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Nothing. Savage. So, What's up, man? Welcome back, sir. Oh, man, it's glad, glad to be back. It's great to look at that voice, though, man. We needed that that, that, that bass. Our, our that female low. listenership is just going up. Oh, yeah, for sure. At least man. Five. That's crazy. Every, every female's <laughs> low-end meter just went <laughs> to 10. Exactly. Be careful, ladies. New demographics. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going everywhere. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's all over the board. Oh, man. <laughs> but good show today. So Let's I, go. Actually, yeah. since you guys are, are here, man, hopefully I'm able to get this story out. And everyone's able to follow along. Let's do but it. essentially, Meek Mill and Game have been having an issue over the last couple of weeks right. that has resulted in Philly legend Beanie Siegel getting knocked out. Yeah. Are, are you ready for this? Yeah. So, at a party in LA, Sean Kingston was robbed. Game was there. Meek Mill was there. Hmm. Game tells Meek Mill, hey, man. It's been kind of going crazy in LA. Try to dip out of here early. You, if just because of what's going on, just don't be the person who leaves last. Sean Kingston gets robbed. 
calls game, calls pretty much anybody in L.A. who may have that particular pass in order to get his necklace back. <clears throat> Necklaces back. Of course. Uh, he, like- talks to, he talks to, to <laughs> Meek. Meek tells him, hey, this is what game told me. Chill out, blah, 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 blah. But somehow... Between that information being passed between those two gentlemen, mm-hmm. police get involved. Oh. Interesting thing, you don't necessarily have to have words on paper to be a snitch. Nope. So, Meek Mill uh, Game goes on a whole tirade on on social media, calling Game uh, Meek a Meek Millis a rat for like weeks. Wow, like body a rat. And so, wow. that game releases a song called 92 Bars, which is actually really dope. Basically defacing his relationship, him as a rapper, and so far and so on. So, Meek responds back within a good time, unlike how he did with Drake, bless his heart. Game also responds back on the same beat, which is Ooh by Young and May. If I had a clean version, I'd play it today. However, thanks to DJ Mike Cole for holding me down. Um, there's a thing called five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. However, <laughs> if you don't follow that, you will have piss poor performance, which is something I had earlier. Bless my heart. <laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> Can I just comment real quick since yeah. we had this break? That I love the fact that you calling them necklaces instead of chains. <laughs> Shout out to the like the demasculinization. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, yeah. fam, you got nah, your necklaces. You got, snatched, your, you got your necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> your necklaces got taken <laughs> from you, fam. It's, real. it's so much like it's not as strong as when you're like, man, he got his chain snatched nah, from him, son. You know what's funny, man? I, I so think funny. Like. My dad, not my dad, but like my uncles used to always tell me, like, sometimes you just can't make like feminine stuff like really that masculine. <laughs> like, you could try to put like a word on it to make it sound tough, but like, it's not. It's a necklace. Bam. <laughs> you got robbed for a necklace. It's a necklace. It's exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving, moving forward, in said response by Meek Mill. He has O'Melly respond, which is a, a real Philly dude from South Philly, and one of the people who has, who's been rocking with him in his group called Dream Chasers. Next piece of this story is Beanie Siegel puts a line out on the song that is a response to game. He says, one call and I'll be in L.A. in three hours. Ooh. Don't make me come out of retirement. <laughs> okay. Serious talk. Real. Wow. Let's be honest. Real, real, real talk. Real, real talk. talk. Major alert. It's fact. Fact. Yeah. However, game releases a response saying to Beanie Siegel, "You didn't listen to get. You didn't listen to Jay. You're supposed to throw the rock up, not smoke it." <laughs> it goes, oh my god! If you, if, if, if you want to. All these songs are available. You can go to Hip Hop DX. You can go anywhere. <laughs> look up Pest Control. Look up 92 Bars. Look up the Uri Mix by Meek. And all Lit- three are solid. All three are solid. However, game is still victorious. So this is where it gets interesting, okay, right? Let's go. And this is this is the question I want to pose to everyone else. Is there an expiration date on toughness? 
Is Beanie Siegel potentially walking himself into being the next Cat Williams? Oh. Oh. So, peep this. Yikes. This is kind of crazy to me. Wack, whose games manager has a conversation with Beans, they reconcile some things, totally get an understanding. However, Beans goes on to the radio the next day, admits that he writes, O'Malley's verse on the record gave Meek lines and told everybody, and this is the killer, yo, I don't want no problems with game. That's my guy. At a show, at the end, at a show, um, P. Diddy brings out Beanie Siegel for the Bad Boy reunion tour that's going on in Philly. Mm-hmm. He's backstage. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of industry and street cats backstage. Oh, yeah. What happens to Beans? He gets slumped oh. by somebody that was in Meek Mill's entourage. Yikes. Wow. Now, this is an interesting thing. The reason I bring up Cat Williams. At a show that Benny Siegel was performing at in Philly, you can see Cat Williams off to the side, revving himself up, preparing to fight. He ends the song on a new record, and all of a sudden you see a squabble. And all you see is someone doing the east side stump on <laughs> Cat Williams' oh. face. Oh, no. Whoa. Interesting thing is, I think whatever drug he's on makes it so he doesn't feel it. Oh. <laughs> My he gosh. just he's there on oh the ground gosh. with his arms under his face with his neck up just taking kicks that kind of his heart that that's slight, cocaine i mean wow. you know this this i mean we're all of age to remember this era of cops mm. but it reminds me of a very particular episode <laughs> where they had this gentleman that was running around this neighborhood butt naked yeah for Oh, that was part of their uh, their reel. Yeah, Before, yeah, yeah. yeah. All time. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the time. Where he goes, I mean, he crashed through a thick oak wooden fence, my dude, and left like an imprint of his body through it. Like, yo, you got cartoonish, cartoonish, exactly. Wow. Like you, you gotta really put a lot of force. To get that clean of a hole through the fence, like, yo. bro, you 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 smashed an imprint of your body through a very thick wooden fence and we're still going they got four tasers on the guy and he's laughing this this slightly reminds me yeah. of that so oh, it's shout, crazy shout out to uh inebriation so there's an interesting Yikes. thing beanie siegel goes back onto tax stone to explain the story of how he got sucker punched yeah i strongly if you're just into drama and definitely want to just go watch it and listen to it enjoy yourself it's amazing Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. 